0: what's going on everybody it is coach rick adams back in here with another youtube live stream shout out to the coach gang for being in here being involved and being active on this youtube channel and that's you and welcome to the bruce wayne this ish the king of content and also the speaker of truth yours truly the notorious cga appreciate y'all for being here And this is the Monday Night Crimson Capsules, the longest running episodic program here on YouTube. And it is Monday. Let me slide over here. We got a great show. All right, we're transitioning the content just a little bit. A long formatted early morning show, short formatted evening show. All right, there's the junior college happening. Just joking. All right. Maybe not joking, but it is what it is. I got some work to do around here. All right, hey, man, we got a great show. We're going to talk about son husbands. When son husbands attack. Did you hear about that teenage boy? Teenage. All right, smells like teen spirit. Did you hear these teenage boys out here? This is a teenage boy. He then went cray-cray on his mama. All right, so we're going to talk about that. Is cray-cray still a turn? <laughs> is cray-cray still a turn? We're going to talk about that young boy that went cray-cray on his mama because she tried to discipline him, allegedly. This is all alleged. And she tried to take his phone, and he was like, nope. He was like, no, mama, mama, Nope, throw mama from the train. Nope, you ain't taking my phone. Mm -hmm. All right. Appreciate y'all for being here. We're going to talk about the Oedipus complex. We're going to talk about these weird dynamics that we see and push forward in our society in relationship to mothers and sons, so much so that if it was a father and daughter, people will be quite uncomfortable with this. But we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the seven. Oh, let's go ahead and put let's go ahead and put the uh, banners up so you can see what's going on here. Wait, not that. Uh, the several levels of May qualification for us to get a reminder. Shout out to the nasty boys in the building, but we're going to talk about that um, and then talk about the son-husband rampage. All right, before we get started on today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App is how you contribute via your mobile phone. You can also contribute during Venmo, on Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and then also on PayPal. All right, PayPal. All right, somebody says here, uh, somebody said, what was a rumor? Look at all these rumors writing me every day (laughs) all right uh of course he has a mental illness everybody dude. every let's 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 raise the bar just a little bit (laughs) let's raise the bar of course everybody's got a mental illness at this point jeez we need to kill that we need to kill that noise well you had a mental illness everybody does at this point i mean especially if you got locked down in c19 i'm tired of that excuse that excuse goes everywhere. I'm tired of it. It's ridiculous, man. Look, do people need some help? Yes, they do. Yes.
1: And that's you.
0: Right, But at this point, it's ridiculous. And PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. I've been telling you that's an excuse for a long time. And I told you people will lean in on that excuse. Doesn't mean that people don't have issues. But what I'm saying is every time something bad happens, first thing, oh, 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 mental illness. All right, I think most of you ham and eggers and knuckle draggers got a mental illness. <laughs> I think I think most of you oxygen thieves and missing links got mental illness. I think if you're an NPC, if you're an NPC, you definitely got a mental illness. Mm-hmm. If you're a normie, you definitely got a mental illness. <laughs> All right, come on. All right, come on. Jeez. Anyway, uh oh, PayPal dot me backs coach Greg Adams to contribute on PayPal and. Join me on the Notorious CGA channel if you want a super chat. We're gonna show you, brothers. We, we got the super chat back in the building. All right. I think I'm a little too late to scroll backwards. Let me see here. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna show y'all. I'm gonna show y'all. I got <laughs> there we go. Rational rationality. There's there's a super chat. If you're on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, there's no super chat. All right. Uh, but the but the chat is more Liddy on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. If you don't plan on contributing, stay over there. All right. But um, you plan on contributing, go over the Notorious cga channel and um rational rationality said my ex-girlfriend transitioned into a man oh he he says i'm glad because now i can punch them in a fair fight them i was like wait who is them i'm confused so they go by they them he says i'm glad now i can punch them in a fair fight without legal detriments price is wrong on the whole damn thing Society going, I'm I'm done. This is absolutely despicable. What are we doing here? He said I can punch them. They where's the they at? He said I can punch them, they all right. Uh, those are those are the super chats. Let's get to the Venmo. Albert Ingram says, What is your thoughts on sexual education? Do you think it should be taught in schools or left up to the parents? I've seen a big debate on this and wanted to hear your point of view. Boy, that's a complex issue right there Uh, the what number one problem is number one problem is related to that. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Uh, Number one problem related to that is I think the public school indoctrination are absolutely filthy individuals that as a whole should have no business talking about sexual education to students at all. I mean, even when I was uh, younger. I think they're reprehensible people to be doing this. Why would you put that in the hand of publicly school indoctrinated people? Do you realize how dumb teachers are? <laughs> I'm already going in. Do you realize how, 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 how low ball people, I mean, teachers are B and C students in college at best. No A student goes from A's making A's in college and then they go teach kids. Now, these are basically people who can barely pass the basic entry level exam for qualifications, you know, every state has an entry-level exam. <laughs> I'm giving you the background. Listen, I was going to be a teacher. Every state has a, a basic knowledge exam. You know how many teachers fail that basic knowledge exam? Now, it depends if you're going elementary or secondary ed. Teachers be failing that all the time, all right? In California, it was called the C-best. See, I don't even know if it's called the C-best now, but in California, it was called the c all right, I took it twice. Mm. <laughs> I took it twice. Right, so anyway, dude, you know how many teachers struggle just on that? Please, man, they barely scrape. They barely scrape by. Scrape by the C best. Now here's the deal. They actually, this is what's going to make the show longer. They scrape by the C best, and they were like, "Should I take the the MCATs? Should I take the the GRE? Should I take the GMAT?" Or the C best, this is what teachers resort to. Should they go get their masters and take the MCATs or the or the C the, the GRE or the GMAT? They're like, nah, I'm a fail it because they can't get into grad school. So they're like, I'll take the C best, or they'll take the entry level exam. They'll become a teacher. Mm. This is what you. This is who you want teaching your kids about sexual education. Nope. And then they want to be out here. I can go fly as high. Way up in the sky, take a look, it's in a book, it's reading rainbow, I can't do anything. That's what you want teaching your sexual education to your kids? Friends to know, a place to grow, a reading rainbow, I can't do anything. She man, man, dude, Lou, public school is out. Private school teachers are out, number one, number two. Now we're going to leave it to these knuckle-dragging parents. (laughs) Now we're going to leave it to the knuckle-dragging parents. Now you got too many people that are completely Christian. No, we shouldn't teach these kids nothing. Teach them abstinence. They're losing all right. because kids going to want to stick them things on some things. All right, and now you got people out here, 304 parents. You know, your mama was a backseat of the, the Jeep at best. So your your mom's gonna teach you sexual education. This goes on the topic here that we're talking about. By the way, this is absolutely crazy. Mm. Who do we put in charge here? First of all, we need to have some families for that. But anyway, I digress. All right, I, public school is the w- last place they should be educating anybody. Than other than other than ABCs and one two threes. All right, Sunny D says, Coach, uh, thanks for telling us to do our own research and reading. I just started, and I'm really waking up. It's funny how the new, 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 new world order, he says, even puts who they are out there in public. It's no hiding. He says, just look at the nonprofits that donate to foreign governments and U.S. politicians. It's all right here for everybody to see, but it's based on your ignorance if you want to. Most people don't research. They do no research at all. Um, They listen to whoever their providers are of information, and they they run with it. The dictator said shout out to the coach for losing that game against the Broncos. Was did they play the Texans? (laughs) All right. Broncos uh, team. And I don't want to talk football. My football season's over. Shout out to the Raider fans. Ryan Horsley back in the building, man. Appreciate y'all. All All right. I will be coaching the Texans by the end of the damn football season for sure. I'll be on the Texans bandwagon as well. Who do we got over here? Uh, We got a couple people over here. Did I get KT the King? I uh, saw on the news someone's son husband turned the lights off on a store clerk in the in my favorite town of Tupelo, Mississippi. From what I heard for 200 bucks, sad world. We are in fatherless homes raising nut jobs. We're going to touch on that. The fatherless homes. Uh, we're going to touch on that. We're going to show you how the absence of the father can play in and tie into a unreasonable connection with the mother. All right. There's a scientist. There's a social psychologist that has talked about this. Uh, we're going to read about it. And of course, somebody's going to get gumbunk it. I'm a psychology student at UCLA coach. And new, 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 new we've debunked this a bunch of times. No, we're not. Just look at the black community. The black community is always a microcosm of the greater society. Whatever goes on there, you're going to see it. All right, just go down there. No government name. Did I get the other government name? We'll call you Tyrone. You were right this AM. Never take a cheating spouse back. Never take a cheating spouse back. First of all, and that was Mr. Nash in the building. First of all, I don't want to deal with any cheating partner back. Um, I think they're going to be back to poison me. That's how I think. KT the King, good morning, CGA. Are you considering doing 90 minutes for your evening streams going forward? Yes. And there will be a tapering down for there. We're just doing an adjustment period now. All right, this is a transition for transitioning over here on the channel. Eventually, I won't tell you where to eventually go, but yeah, it will come and go. Shout out to the come and go people that stop at the come and go. All right. Who is this in here? We'll do the last couple of super chats. Cheap drum hacks. Coach, your AM stream was fire. You were dropping all facts, man. Indeed.
1: And that's you.
0: That's what we do around here. All right. Who's who's scared of a little facts? Who's scared of a little belly deli? Do me a favor. Let's get the likes up, man. Look at the Notorious CGA channel. They got they almost got a hundred percent like ratio. It's literally 51 people watching and 49 likes. Go ahead and give them a round of applause. How come I can't get that on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel? What's the what's the ratio over there? All right, 600, 700 people watching plus in the first 10 minutes of the show. And it's 249 likes. Mm. Damn. Shout out to the Notorious. Look, there's more likes than people watching right now on the Notorious CGA channel. There's more likes than people watching. <laughs> what the hell? All right, but over here, nothing. Not even when I bring it up, nothing. These are the content creators that be watching me like this. Make a mistake, ninja. Ninja, make a mistake. Right? I'm gonna make a video about you. Watching. I'm gonna watch this ninja. Waiting for him to be hypocritical. And they be watching and waiting, waiting on this ninja. Shout out to all the content creators, the expose people, the people here, they watching, they're like, this ninja, I'm a getting, I'm a getting. <laughs> Tomorrow I'll wake up, they doing every story I'm doing. <laughs> but it happens, listen, I'm not hating. All right, Humble Lee says, this is my donation to the CGA Save the Community Fund since the other organizations get in the bag and running. Oh, my goodness.
1: Got to get my bag and run.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. Keep saving lives, coach. We'll save your lives. We'll say we're saving lives, man. Why, shout out to uh, the Save the Community Fund. Are we are we almost there yet? It's been 45 years on my watch. I remember the United Negro College Fund, right? All of these some of the, N- new, 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 new world the NAACP. There's always got to be a special group to tell us what to do. You know what I mean? And they still ain't figured it out. It's progressively gotten worse and worse. Just like y'all figured it out yet? Nah. OK, let me know. What do we got over here? Shout out to Henry Resilient. He says iPad and iPhone are raising kids these days. I actually saw a post on Twitter. Somebody said they were at Disneyland. Kids were strapped into their, their strollers with iPads and phones, looking at their iPad and phone at Disney while at Disney World. Now, I don't know how that that's how crazy it's getting. They're at Disney World or Disneyland. Shouldn't you be looking? You know what I mean? New, 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 new world order. <laughs> Shouldn't you be looking? Uh, but somebody said that's not true. There's a lady in here, Tracy, or I can't tell. It's spelled with an I. iPhones and iPads are raising kids these days. I mean, most kids cannot go very long without having a phone, right? They got to see them games or something like that. Uh, Did I get DGC? Wait a minute. I skipped some people. Oh, no, no, no. I'm I'm way up here. I know I skipped some people on the super chat, but I'll get back. Damn, more likes than watchers. Y'all went over there liked and got the hell out of there. Appreciate y'all. Dirty Dan says the jasmine rice fund donation cga back in this mug we back in this is he yes indeed i lost your super chat so i don't know where it is i was gonna throw it up on the screen all right uh can't find it and then last one and we'll get on to the show this is supposed to be an hour show shout out to dgc more in the building appreciate y'all brothers earlier contributors let's get on with today's show All right, the seven levels of make qualification. This is a review session for you, brothers. Let's go ahead and flash this up the screen. Okay, ladies need to really know where they stand. Ladies, if you're watching me, listen and pay attention. Because a lot of you guys think you're relationship material and you clearly are not. Nope. All right. And so a lot of times it doesn't matter who you meet. You could fall into different levels of make qualification for every different person. So you think you're painting with a broad brush. Hey, I'm this type of relationship material, not for every person. And you find out the hard way after you get pumped and dumb. But I want men to be a little bit more disciplined and have a little bit more discretion with who they're messing with out here. And this isn't salami policing. You do as you wish. But you got to put them in one of these seven categories. And category number one is going to be that person does not qualify. Yes, there are women that cannot qualify to do anything with you. They can't sit across from you. They can't have a conversation with you. They can damn near not even look at me. Don't look at me, woman. All right. Let alone think about being in a relationship and you have to start putting these people in these situations. Now, when you get you can put them in another context and still mess with them. But this person does not qualify for anything. Or I can put them in a different category. So stop qualifying everybody. And a lot of times men have to take what they get. And so and I know there's one guy, not me. I choose all of mine and I have the top models. You know, there's always that guy. When we speak about these things, we're not including you in the conversation. All right. So pat yourself on the back, if you will. All right. And take a bow. Congratulations for you. We're talking about the general population. First of all, you're a liar, but that's neither here nor there. But if you just had to just say something to yourself and produce no receipts. All right. Congratulations to yourself. Give yourself the pat on the back and give yourself a bow. Okay. But you fools think you're fooling somebody and it ain't that easy. But anyway. The next one is a service provider. All right, level two qualification is a service provider. Okay, you that person could provide a service for you, whether free, barter, or direct payment. You can provide a service for me. You might be somewhat attractive. I might not want to keep you long term. You might be on hit mids, but I might be able to say, "I got money." Okay. I'll pay a service for you, and that's as best as it can get. Now, one thing you'll do as a violation of the seven mates of, uh, levels of qualification for mates is you'll turn a service provider into a wife. Mm. See, that's not how it works. You got to keep service providers where they are. I hear a lot of guys trying to take service providers and turn them into cohabitations. I think that's an L. That's overwhelmingly going to be an L. I mean, that's like taking a stray cat in. You know what I mean? It's going to not work over the long term. They're going to scratch up all your furniture. I mean, you're going to lose $5,000, $10,000 just taking a stray cat in. You could have left the stray cat outside. Okay, service providers. All right, that's level number two. Number three, practice. There are some women out here in practice. Now, we always talk about the single mother and the um, the older woman over 40. Let me tell you, man, these women are great uh practice. They're great at practice. Uh, In terms of relationship, no bueno, no, (laughs) no, no bueno. All right, so don't deal with practice and turn them into cohabitations. Don't deal with practice and turn them into long-term provide. Single mothers are great people. They're they're great people, and a lot of people think we're hating on single mothers. We're not. We're hating on your circumstance. So your circumstance does not qualify you for any other level but practice. Now, when you practice with these people, you got to make sure you have the jimmy, all right, put the cap on. And make sure you don't do what already their pre- practice uh, persons for, right? Don't don't make them a mom mm. because that's gonna mess you up. But keep them practice. You know what I mean? You can have some biggins. You can have some. You can have some busted Pillsbury biscuit cans. You can have single mothers. They're they're not completely off limits, but you gotta actually know what you're what you're getting into. You can have some people. I have somebody that I mess with that I would not be caught in broad daylight with. But if I did, I would, if I happen to get, get crawled in broad daylight with them, I'd be looking over my shoulder like this here. Like, I make sure we're meeting in another county. I'm a recognizable figure. So, I mean, people recognized me at the game yesterday. So, um, I can't just be running around with just busted Pillsbury biscuit cans for no reason. But I will say some of these practice people are great at practice. <laughs> right? They, they're fantastic at it. I mean, and then you'll get sprung on it because it'd be wet and it'd be, oh, y'all be like, woo, you'd be like, roar. And then you're looking at yourself at the end of it and then asking yourself who you are as a human being. Boy, I really am a bad human being. I'm despicable. My behavior is reprehensible. This is actually devastating. I'm nothing but a deviant, as Red red sees, the Blue says. I'm a deviant. I need to get my fetish under control. But it is what it is, you know what I mean? You got you gotta count it for what it is, their practice. All right, the next level of make qualifications, just think about this when you go out, is concubine or slash harems. Concubines slash harems. All right, so a concubine is a woman that is taken care of and taken off the marketplace, so you can use them at will. All right, that's a concubine. You don't allow the concubine to be out here in these streets, right?
1: In these and
0: get, getting more mates and then coming back to you. No, that's not a concubine. That would be a service provider or a 304 or whatever. The A concubine is a woman you take off the marketplace. It's kind of like this. It's kind of like this. Uh, remember the Chiefs were winning and they were going to win the Super Bowl. And then they added Le'Veon Bell from the New York Jets. And they were like, uh, we'll sign Le'Veon Bell. And they signed him and they barely used him. Le'Veon Bell was pissed. But the reason they signed Le'Veon Bell was maybe he was going to be a third down back at best. But mostly because they didn't want another playoff team to sign Le'Veon Bell. They were like, well, if we let one of these other teams sign Le'Veon Bell, then we got to play against Le'Veon Bell. You see, you got to think. You got to think third dimensionally, right? Same thing as a concubine. As a concubine, you're like, I don't want these other fools to have her. So I'll have her at my disposal. I'll keep her. I'll house her. I'll protect her. She ain't going to get the best treatment. But when I want her, I can pull her off the shelf. That is a concubine. It's the best, yeah, it's the best you can afford, but you kind of want to, you know what I mean? Like there was a basketball player in Los Angeles when I lived in Los Angeles back in college days. He actually would keep concubines around the city. That person shall be named, uh, remain nameless, but I know one of his concubines. And and this concubine was well taken care of, had a had a car, had an apartment, and she never had to pay for anything. But when he needed her, he grabbed her off and he used her. And then he put her back and then she went back and he was like, it's for this person's use only. I'm not for, you're not for everybody's use. I'm paying for you. You're my concubine. All right. That is a concubine. So people think they could just call three or fours concubines. No, those are two separate people. Three or fours are not concubines. Concubines are people who are taken care of and taken off the market for personal use. Doesn't mean that person is going to be used on a daily basis. It's just when you use them. All right. Um, another one uh, another one would be regular uh, make qualification number 5 is a regular this is a regular i see you every monday and thursday night that about it there's nothing else going on maybe additional weekend a little maybe a sleepover here that, but, but 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 okay but this person is a regular i can have them in my regular rotation that would be somebody obviously this is going to be on a free expense but the longer you do this the more it is to your detriment because obviously you're not doing anything to sever the relationship. You're kind of just keeping it up in the air. You're keeping her afloat, and then her expectations are going up, down, left, right. You don't know what's happening. Anytime you keep a regular past six weeks, whatever happens as a downfall or a negative in that relationship is your fault, gentlemen. It is not her fault because you've been piping her down, putting your back and your knee into it. You've been putting it all the way. You've been digging her out, putting her inside, pushing her inside to her esophagus. And what's happening is her mind is going cuckoo, All right, She going crazy. She's like, what is this? What am I doing? And then she's going to start giving you ultimatums. She's going to start asking you, where is this going? She's going to say, I don't really do this on a regular basis. The last time I did lying to you, right? Mm. So that's the detriment that you're having here when you have regulars. In the first six weeks, if she go cuckoo, it's on her. After six weeks, Your regular, if she goes cuckoo, it's on you, all right? So never keep somebody past six weeks or be ready to take that L. Next point, number six, number six, pretender. This is a woman who thinks she's marriage material, but she's nowhere near it. She's a pretender. Now, she might think she might do something to marry you, but it ain't gonna happen, all right? She's a pretender. These people ain't never marriage material, but sometimes you try to psych them out, sell them a dream or do whatever you need to do, and they're a pretender. And so the last one is a contender, all right? This person is actually marriageable material. Now, if she's able to sign the prenup and give away all of her rights, these evil rights from the family court, she's a good pretender. She's a good contender. You got you a good woman. You got you a good woman. But these women are few and far between. And especially when you measure it up to basically what your needs are on a daily basis, these women are really few and far between. This is why they're the last level of mate connection or the last level of mate qualification. And you must keep these things in mind when you meet people. All right. Okay. Okay. Shout out to the coach gang in the building.
1: So I can focus on my career.
0: Oh, boy. All right. Uh, where are we at here? Yeah, that's the unicorn. All right. Let's get into the super chats, and then we'll get over on the show. All right. So I don't get too, too, too far behind. Where are we at here? Who is this? The Desert Brew Crew. Desert Brew Crew. Interesting. Shout out to you. Appreciate you for being here. Trying to figure out where you got that name. Probably from some spring baseball. All right. O'Neal Perez says, coach, I literally know 10 homeless women that be out at bars celebrating. I don't know what, but three of them, I used to clap them cheeks. And one is my baby mama Mm. and they be out there broke, broke and drunk as a skunk looking for a sucker, (laughs) looking for a sucker just like you. All right. Uh, Every time, like when you get older, when you meet a woman, do not get excited. Oh, man. Oh, coach, she the one coach. She perfect for me. It's been one month. Everything's been going fantastic. She has not shown one red flag yet. <laughs> right. Cesar Ramirez in the building. Thank you, man. Over on Cash App. PayPal asked me, do I need more time? Yes, I do. Or I'll be playing a puzzle in a minute. Shout out to, all right, let me see if I can say your government name. Uh, Where we go here? He says, we're going to call you Andres. He says, very passionate on my channel about the pension in America. The younger generation needs to understand how this works or how important this is. He says it's been it'll be too late when the housing market is so high that state taxes will also be nearly impossible for the average American to keep up with. I support you 100 percent. Everything you say about Coach Greg Adams. All right. Moving to the Mojave Valley in Arizona and buying a house will install solar panels and have an indoor greenhouse. Thank you for the inspiration. Hit me with the I got money. My man understands economics. Most people don't. Most people have no clue of what's going on and how it's going to directly impact you. 401k, pension programs, uh property taxes. Uh yeah, most people are ignorant and I can't say I was completely clued in myself. I was n- more knowledgeable than most knuckle draggers or I was smarter than the average bear. Mm, he's smarter than the average bear. But with that being saying, said, said Uh, We don't realize how this recession is going to hit us in 20 years. And we've already sold each other out long time ago. All right. Long time ago. We sold out our future generations long time ago. So it'll it'll look like we'll blame the millennials and Gen Z when, in fact, Gen X and the baby boomers destroyed damn near everything, right? Mm. Uh, Financially, for sure. Baby boomers and Gen X, take that L. Jabari says, my mother and sister tried to make me into a son husband and a brother husband. Fatherly, uh, fatherly responsibility with zero power with slavery. Yes. Nope. So they want you to do all the heavy uh, loads, right? The heavy loads. They want you to do all the heavy lifting. And ultimately, then they want to be able to call the shots. Oh, I'm going to call the shots. No, just do the heavy lifting. All right. They be out here. Richard, come down and pick this television up. All right. Come and protect the house. All right. Do whatever you need to do. But then when it's time to uh, make decisions, they be like, "Now nah, we don't need you step to the side son and shut up and do as you told and go do biden all right like that dude that, that like that young boy that young man i'm going to call him a young man that young man in the go do biden go do biden video is prime example of a son husband in the front seat is the mom and the i would think his sister and he in the back seat with a face condom on talking about that's what i did <laughs> That son-husband, they done dragged his ass and put him in the back seat. I, I, as a rule, I, as a rule, do not let women drive me. I just, Mm. I don't let women drive me nowhere. Not even my mom's, all right? If we go on some, I'll pick you up, mom. (laughs) All right, get your ass in the seat. Nope, I won't let my sisters drive me. I won't let a woman that I'm messing with, any one of these levels of qualification, I will not let women drive me. I can't handle it my word, my nerves will be, my nerves will be worked on. It's not that they're bad drivers, a la Andrew Tate. It's the fact that I got to get to the spot. All right, they'd be driving. you know what they do? Somebody says, why is that? I find people, because I've driven, I've driven almost, I've driven on a lot of interstates in this country. All right, I've gone coast to coast pretty much on interstate. What the person will do, this is not just women. I see people doing this, but mostly women doing this. There'll be three semi-trucks. In the number one lane. Actually, it's the number three lane. I believe it's one, two, three fast lane is number one. So let's just say it's three lanes in the closest lane, which would be the slow lane. There'll be three semi trucks going uphill. Uphill. And there'll be a ham and egger in a car following their ass. <laughs> like, bruh. They about to be slow. Zip around them. Do not, fo- why are you following trucks? Look, as a general rule, I never follow a truck. <laughs> I will never follow a truck. Now, I don't care how scared I am on the interstate. Say I was scared. I would never follow a truck. I can't see around the truck. I don't know what's up. It could be any damn thing. In front. It could be a damn tornado in front of the truck. I don't know. But the other two lanes are going free. All right, I get on the freeway. This jackass is following the truck. I got to merge in, all right? And they's following the truck going slow as hell. I'm trying to get to lane number two. And they going slow as hell. Why are you following? Why are you behind them? Mm. Why are you behind them and the next lane is merging? I don't, I'm literally confused. Why, why are you in that lane? <laughs> that You got to tell, you got to, that question right there, you got to tell me. Are they going too fast in the number two lane? Why are you behind the damn truck? There should be no instances where you're following the truck with the lane number two and one wide open. (laughs) Mm. And nine times out of 10, it's not a man driving that car. So I zip past this jackass look over and it'll be a woman. But you know what they'll be doing? They'll be doing. Their, they'll be running their mouths to the person over here. They'll be just a- talking and talking and talking. And yep, yeah, and yep. Yeah. Would you get the hell over that lane? What are we doing? Mm. Stop talking to me. Stop talking to me and get around the trucks, please. <laughs> Stop talking to me. And they be trying to talk and have an honest conversation driving 45 miles an hour in the 65. Are we trying to get somewhere? Or are we just having conversation? Man, go around this truck. Go around the truck. Pass the truck. <laughs> Trucks are not to be followed. Trucks are not to be followed. They're going slow. Especially they got a trailer, 18 wheels. That type of stuff bugs me. Hence, I will never let be I will never let women drive me. They tend to do stuff like that. They'll follow a school bus, a truck. We're supposed to be an hour show, by the way. They follow trucks downhill. They'd be like, I'm following the truck downhill. <sighs> yeah, i be having road rage on the thing, man. Like, you trying to get killed. This thing, it don't matter. The wind can hit it. They can hit a rock. It can smash your window. They can hit the brakes all of a sudden. But you don't see what's ahead of them. You don't know how much time you have. You tailgating behind the semi. It's absolutely insanity to me that t- that type of driving, unless you're a teenager, I get it. You might be a teenage driver. That makes sense. All right. That's the only time of following a truck would make sense. But you have to tell your teenage driver, don't follow trucks. You know what I mean? My, ma- matter of fact, if you can't even see their mirrors, you're following too close. All my truck drivers are like, Lord, help this dude. He's the all my truck drivers are like tell him, CGA. If you can't see their mirrors, you're, they can't see you. They don't even know you're behind them. <laughs> you dumbass. And not only that, you going to pass, zip past them on the right. I tell you, man, people, go get your driver's test. Anyway, let's get into the show. Did I get Ty? A concubine is like a guma, is a guma for a mafia bosses. Okay, could probably like the cartel as well, right? So these women serve as, hey, you, you belong to the cartel. You belong to certain people in the cartel, right? So I get it. So anyway, just know these things. I, I think, again, there's a lot of NPCs that don't know the basics, right? If the if you're behind a truck and you don't see the mirrors like this, if you don't see the mirrors, they can't see you. They don't even know you're there. They have no clue you're there. Now, only a, a professional truck driver would take note of what's been happening or in and around them, and they write, remember you're there. But they don't see you. And y'all dumbasses be behind the truck. I don't got, I don't get it. I'm like, of all the things you could be behind trucks. All right. <laughs> anyway, let me stop. They don't care. Yeah, people are dumb. All right. Let me get into the show here. Uh, it's gonna be an hour and a half now. Yeah, never pass a truck on the right. Did y'all take a driver's test? Let's get into the show. What is this here? Uh, let's see here. I just give it, and don't say I've never given you any knowledge. I've give I aim to please over here. All right. So let's get into the, set, the main event. Let's get into the main event about this son husband rampaging his single mother's apartment. Where's these daddies at? All right. Where's the daddy? Let's go ahead and review the film. Uh, I don't know much about the woman. She did make a video and the video didn't explain a whole bunch. But let's go ahead and watch the video. Whole part whole method. I'll show you the whole video, then we'll break it down in parts, and then we'll show you the whole video again. Teachers, pay attention. Oh, what is this? Oh, they took it down? Oh, hell no. Hold up for a second. Let me refresh the page. They took it down. Oh, no. Okay, hold up for a second. There it is.
2: She took her 12-year-old son's phone, and he destroyed their whole house.
0: (laughs) gorilla in there right my goodness he went all crazy of course he has mental health issues i'm sure don't we all she's sniffling She doing the, She doing the sister sniffle on there why are you sniffling all on the blow your nose she doing that's the strong and independent sniffle we're going to label that the strong and independent sniffle. He said the straggle sniffle. That always is the sniffle. Uh, obviously, she's crying, but she's trying to she's trying to cry without crying. Ah! So she's resorting to sniffling. I haven't cried like that in a long time where I was sniffling. But uh, I don't remember crying and sniffling it's the same. But anyway, the strong and independent sniffle. I break down human behavior over here. Anyway, yeah, they are acting. This is acting. He tore up the bathroom. Oh, my goodness, man. He tore up the bathroom. Woo, my goodness. This brother has lost his mind. Obviously, he's 15. He don't have much mind to work with. All right. Boy, he didn't tore up flat screens. Okay. All right. So there you go right there. This seems to be the mom. We're going to get to her in a second. But we're going to talk about son husbands. Let's go ahead and go here. CGA, I've been on the son husband thing since I lived in a two-bedroom townhouse mm. slash apartment in Newport Beach. Uh, this video says five months ago, but it was originally recorded October 2019. And uh, I, before you say anything, I've been talking about son husbands here now for three years. All right. And people have been talking about it beforehand. As a matter of fact, I spoke at the 21 convention on son husbands. All right. And I've been talking about the son husband thing for quite a long time. As you can see here, I Google my name and husband, even on the Ask Coach Greg Adams channel right there. Son husbands. All right. That channel is going to make a comeback, even though it's not monetized. Uh, but let, look at all of these son husband, son husband, son husband, CGA, son husband, son husband. All right. So I've been talking about this quite a bit. All right. And many other content creators are have as well. but. Let's talk about this. Let's bring it all home. Talk about the Oedipus complex. This is created by one, the weirdo himself, Sigmund Freud. Anybody in psychology is weirdo. But but, um, let's just talk about this. You might learn something right here. The The Oedipus complex occurs during the phallic stage of development, age three to six, in which the source of libido, the life force, is concentrated in the erogenous zones of the child's body. This is according to Sigmund Freud. I don't know how he knows this, but this is what he determined. During this stage, and the psychologists are in my comment section saying this has been debunked, during this stage, children experience an unconscious, unconscious meaning not thinking, feeling of desire for their opposite sex parents, and jealousy and envy towards the same parent. Now, if you have children, you've experienced this to an extent, right? You've experienced uh, the kid latching on to the mom, and you give your mom a kiss, you give your wife or the baby mama a kiss, and the other kid will be like, no, no, get away. Now, this will sometimes happen to with your daughter as well. Sometimes your daughter, when they're a very young kid, will say, I want to marry daddy, right? I want to marry daddy. And the son will say, Okay, I'll marry mommy. This is very common. This is very common. Now, what Sigmund Freud is saying, and this is where the importance is, this is a stage of development that they should grow out of. This is the importance. So Sigmund Freud is not saying we'll stay here. This is a stage, and there's evidence of this stage happening. There's jealousy. No, don't sleep with mama. Or the kid walks into the room. He'd be like this, walk into the room. (laughs) Uh, uh, And you clapping your wife's cheeks. And they walk. (sighs) You heard it, mommy. Oh, my God, mommy. And she just. (laughs) (laughs) And this is oh, what happened. Oh, they got me. They don't like me talking about this, I see. All right, they got me down. What, what's going on? Here, here we go. New, 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 new world order. And it says I have excellent connection here. I have excellent connection. So they're getting me on purpose here. So do me a favor, refresh your screen. Refresh. Can you guys hear at least? Can you guys hear? But um, what will happen is they'll be, they'll be sad that you're doing something to mom and they'll think you're hurting and then they'll mess it up. Sometimes parents will do this. They'll do this. They'll do something like um, they'll say, now, they, now they're distracting me. Okay. What they will do is the kid will want to sleep with mommy and co-sleep. Many times, mothers will co-sleep with their sons into an advanced age, or the child will latch on to the mom and still breastfeed to an extended age, or the, the child will still have long hair. The child will still have their binky. The child will still have their binky. And um, what will happen is the mother will protect, and oh, don't worry about my son. He still has long hair. I'm not don't want to cut it. Don't cut his hair, all right? Don't take his minky away. Uh, don't let him let him let him uh poop in his diaper for as long as possible, and she'll delay the child's development. Okay, she'll delay the child's development. Now, in this instance, this is a part of delaying the growth of the child, getting them through stages. So when a person, a parent's concern, they'll say something like, "Hey, um, I see the qualities dropping off." They'll say, "Hey, um," You shouldn't let your boy do this, like the boy's eight, nine years old, and the mom will still put the boy on the lap and hug him and rock him. and you're like, get that, get off your mama's lap, right? Get off your mama's lap now, son, good son, get over here, and they'll think they'll think something's wrong with you. He can sit on my lap. See, these are all delaying development, right? <laughs> these are all delaying development. How are we doing on the other channel? Let me see here. The Notorious CGA channel is slightly better. Oh, it's messed up too. And I have excellent connection. So what will happen is, and I know you can't see it, but go ahead and hear it. Uh, let's see here. Let's share the screen again. Oedipus Complex. During this stage, children experience an unconscious feeling of desire for the opposite sex. Parents' jealousy and envy towards the same-sex parent. And the Oedipus Complex is successfully resolved when the boy begins to identify with this father as an indirect way to have the mother. And we're going to go to this screen right here. Consequences of the Oedipus complex. Listen, even if you might say Freud was a, a weirdo, listen to the consequences of the Oedipus complex. Freud's theory of psychosexual development states that if an Oedipus complex isn't successively resolved, listen, this is important it can damage the young child's ability to transition into the next phase of development. If it's not successfully resolved, it can damage the young child's ability to transition into the next stage of development. Furthermore, Freud thought Freud thought that boys can develop an unhealthy fixation becoming mother fixated or, for girls with an electric complex, father fixated according to Freud's theory, unresolved Oedipus complexes in childhood can make it hard for these children to have healthy relationships, romantic relationships as adults. Oh my gosh. In our community, not our, your community, I've been noting that many people will die because somebody talked about their mother. You won't talk about my mama. In in our communities, we will say, or in your communities, you will say things like, oh yeah, you got to hold up the mama. The mama's the queen. You can't talk about my mama. If you talk about my mama, this is an idea of stunted and arrested development. This is uh, not moving through the stages of the Oedipus complex, okay? Now, the absence of the father also plays a role in this. Go ahead and listen to this. The absence of the father right here. It says, uh, let me see here. Let me go back. Let me go back. Um, let me go back to this one over here. I got to go back to this one because it'll talk about it here. It says right here, envy and jealousy aimed at the father. Oh wait a minute! In the young, in the young boy. Let's make this larger. That's what she said. Oh, I can't even do that. They really messed with me today. In the young boy, the Oedipus complex, or more correctly, conflict arises because the boy develops unconscious sexual pleasurable desires for the mother. This is when they're very, very young. Envy and jealousy are aimed at the father the object of the mother's affection and attention these feelings for the mother and rivalry towards the father leads to fantasies of getting rid of the father and taking his place with the mother the hostile feelings the hostile feelings towards the father leads to he says castr- castration anxiety and irrational fear that the father will do something to him as punishment watch this watch this to cope with this anxiety, the son identifies with the father. This is important. This is why fathers are important. To cope with this anxiety, the son identifies with the father. This means the son adopts, internalizes the attitude, characteristics, and values that his father holds, right? Have you ever had that? You have a son and he He does everything you do. He wanna roll with you. He wanna, he wanna go where you're going. He wears the same type of clothes you do. He's kind of watching you and he's emulating you. He cheers for the same football team as you. And he adopts the personality, the gender role, the masculine dad type behaviors as you. That's how he copes with this desire to that you're a rival. And he emulates you. The father becomes a role model rather than a rival through this identification with the aggressor. Boys acquire the super ego, their super ego, and the male sex role. The male sex role. The boy substitutes his desire for the mother with the desire for other women. Okay, so why is this important? You say, isn't it interesting? In our culture, there's women that believe they can raise kids without the father. Mm. No, we don't need him. <laughs> we don't need this damn father. I can raise them all by myself. Well. That same cohort of people, that same demographic seem to always have problems with the older male boy. They seem to always have this desire to raise them without the father or blame the father. They'll say the father left. It
1: is all Jermaine's fault.
0: It's always Jermaine's We're going to come back to it. And then they end up having problems later as that son becomes the father, right? He'll start to look like the father. He'll be as large as the father and the mother hates that the son looks somewhat more like the father the 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 son reminds the the i'm sorry the 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 mother is reminded of the father every time she looks at the son and she might generate some hate for that kid because the son starts to look like the father okay now sometimes they might develop an unhealthy sexual desire for their son and let's go ahead and review that as we get into this let's listen first i told
2: carlos that um i'm I'm sorry. I don't know how you react to this. I'm your mom and you're my son. And I am falling in love with him. He said, are you really? I said, yes, I am. He said, you know what? I was scared to let you know, too. I am, too. He was, too, falling in love with me, with his mom. And I was falling in love with my son. And then uh, we ended up talking and we took off to the park. And we ended up asking him, will you ever date your mom? And he said, will you date your son? I said, honest truth, yes, I would because 19 years you're the best thing that ever happened to me and i really want to be with you the rest of my life and i really want to be with them it's kind of hard right now but i don't care what people say because we, we're we going through a lot right now we try to keep it sig- a secret but we couldn't do it no more because you know my other kids found out at first they didn't like it then they started liking it they were they're uh they're accepting it mm-hmm. And my mom, my dad, my brothers, oh, my, my family's accepting it now.
0: I mean, obviously, if the gender roles were reversed, nobody would accept this. But here we go. I digress.
2: This girl found out. So it was across the street from me. And there's a big old, rest, uh, big old fight started. And she, came, she called me. She told my son Joseph something and let me know across the street. And she told me I better wash my back because I'm being incest. I'm not being incest. And she was outside cussing me out. So I went and go get everybody on my house and she got her family.
0: Okay. So as you can see here, uh, as you can see, um, how are we doing on my internet connection? As you can see, this is not what what I described. This has played out. The father's nowhere. The father's nowhere around. The son has arrested development. The mother has this attachment to the son. They are living their lives together because the father's not there. And then they develop this unhealthy, very unhealthy attached. And um, I don't know if they've gone to jail for this one, but they certainly have been arrested for this one. There they are right here. Mother and son right there, age 36. And his son is her. The son is 19. So we're talking about a 17 year difference. Obviously, a teenage pregnancy here of Clovis, New Mexico, claim to be madly enough. But they face up to 18 months in prison. If they are found guilty. And uh, there you go right there. There's the evidence right there. All right. I'm not making it up. So what tends to happen in our communities that we have? We have this. Dad went to go get milk. Dad went to get milk. Let me describe this. This is an urban dictionary. Okay, urban dictionary. Dad went to go get milk. I'm closing windows. It seems like my quality. Something's going. My Internet's been messing up all day. Actually was trying to download some videos today and it was taking like an hour or something to download one video. So something's up. I'm going to have to clear that up uh, tonight. Uh, let's go here. Let me see here. Um, here it is. Dad went to go get milk. Dad left. Uh, let me read you an example. It says when a dad breaks up with his family. Mm. No. The dad doesn't break up with the family. Oftentimes they break up with the mother and thus then she breaks the family up from there. She says, well, I'm not going to let you see your kids. I'm going to use the kids against you. I'm going to get child support. I'm going to limit custody. I'm going to use babysitter network. I'm going to keep the kids away. And thus you'll have to pay me. I'm going to hurt you and I hurt your relationship with their kids. This is if you care about your kids, they do this type of thing. This is a uh, dad went to go get milk and they say when the dad breaks up with the family and leaves his partner. He'll say that he's going to the store to buy milk or cigarettes, but then they never come back. All right, so in our society, we simply get to say the dad left. The dad didn't want to be here. The dad didn't want to raise a family. He didn't want to live up to resp- responsibilities. Now, this is a sickness. This is a parasitic sickness in our country where we allow people to just escape with that. I read the bio of Tyrese Gibson one time. This is a show. And it says the mom is this person. The dad is this person. Oh, um, Tyrese doesn't really know his dad. The dad left. And they'll identify the year when the kid is two. I'm going to give you an example of that. So little is known about the dad. Bullshit. (laughs) Everybody knows what happened. And it wasn't he just left. Dad didn't just go get milk and cigarettes. But we excuse that. And then when these unhealthy developments happen in our society, oh, well, you know, the dad wasn't there. And people say, the father needs to be in the kid's life. Oh, well, you know, the father wasn't there. The father left. And it's not true. It's absolutely not true. Let me just share this with you here. This is, I looked up George George Floyd because obviously he's a big character in our universe. And uh, watch this. I said, what's his family background? They give us this birth date and year, his location. And he was one of five kids, say. His great-grandmother, his great-grandmother was born as a slave. All right, they got to put that in here. His mother, a single parent, moved to Houston moved the family to Houston when he was two so she could search for work. There's no dad, but there it is right here. Who are his parents? Floyd was born to George Perry and Licinia Jones Floyd, obviously unmarried. Mm. Watch this. Not much is known about his father, although he separated with George's mom when he was just two. However, Floyd was known to be very close to his mom, who was affectionately known as Miss Sissy. This is Oedipus Complex 101, separation from the time, and obviously George Floyd had some issues. He had a tra- He had family issues, mental health issues, drug issues, you name it. I'm using him as an example to show you. During the critical ages of the Oedipus Complex, which identified age 326, as the ages that is is the transition period to the next stage, obviously many kids are not having this transition, and then they develop this unhealthy close attachment to, attachment to their mothers when the father goes absent. So this is when it's stunted. This is when you most of you guys get stunted right here, and you start getting this close attachment to your mom because many times you don't know if the daddy left and got new ports or milk you don't know at that age and then you'll start seeing stuff like this he's all the little man that i need he's all the man that i need we go on mommy and daddy mommy and son dates this is my little man of the house this is man man this is king this is prince this is who Mm. (laughs) and this kid is stunted in development until he becomes 15 And he gets testosterone and he starts growing like a gorilla and he starts developing strength and he starts trying to identify with his manhood. He's trying to figure out he's horny. All right. He's trying to figure out what it is to be a man. He starts, he starts growing bigger than the mom. And then the mom says, Hey man, man, do as I tell you to do, or else I'm gonna whoop your ass. And that ain't going to happen. He's like, not on my watch. Mm. (laughs) You ain't going to whoop nothing. Try it. Now, this woman's gonna explain it here. This is the mother whose video was leaked out by somebody else she shared it with, and now she's gonna come clean it up. Obviously, she's a couple of biscuits away from bursting into flames at this particular point, but let's hear her explain this bullshit. Um,
1: so, I guess everybody's saying they wanna know who it is. Okay, so now you know it's me. It's me, it's my son, it's my house. No, he's not 12. It wasn't over a cell phone. Um, he's 15. He's six foot tall and he's 270 pounds. So,
0: okay. So obviously she's are about the same weight height wise. He's probably larger than her. Okay. He's six foot two. I don't think she's six. I don't think she's close to six feet. Okay. I can't really tell, but I would probably doubt she's six foot two, but Weight wise and muscular and strength wise, he's no longer man. man. He's no longer a uh, little Tay Tay and little Shantavious and Montravious and Dontavious. He's not little, he's not little prince. He's not king. He's not none of that stuff. He's a man. Mm. He's a man. I know people say 15 year old people aren't men and 15 year old. Y'all want to keep these people children all their lives. These people are young adults and they got the strength of 10 gorillas, <laughs> right? Okay and she got the be she has the ability to procreate so these are young adults at this age these aren't children anymore and you guys are arresting development all the time i see you guys push children up they be 21 these are children mm. i i know they're i know they're young well, let's go back to being adolescents they're young adults they're not children and the reason why you guys are doing this you guys are stunning their development Oh, these are children. They're 24. They don't need to move out of the house. It's hard for them. It's hard for everybody. It's hard for everybody. Let's stop making these people children. Stop doing their laundry and making their bed and making them breakfast. Make them survive on their own. But no, you would be 21, 24, 26. These are children. You guys are stunning everybody's growth. She found out that this was a young man really fast. Let's go ahead and hear this shit
1: no i could have spanked him um the you know we try to clean up as much but yeah the damage is real the window is still broken out to, to the marble is still broken not going away
0: did she say marble did she say marble marble she said marble maybe that's barely granted that that's not marble that's not marble in that house baby. that would be granted Right, anyway, she said marble. You can't afford marble, baby. He said, That's chalk, that's that IKEA marble. Mm. She said, That's marble, uh, ma'am. Anyway,
1: hey, immediately, so I don't know what anybody wants from me. My son is mentally ill.
0: Um, uh, my son is mentally ill. He could be. I have no idea. I really don't know. I can't really speak. I haven't heard her say, well, when the daddy got home, I haven't heard her say that. When the dad got home, he went to look for him and he tackled him. I didn't hear that. Did you you hear anything about the dad? Nope. Nope. And what happens is, and I'm I'm not speaking on her, but I can guarantee you almost to 100%. There's no father here. And what? We need to identify at this particular point is why there's no father. And yes, there's going to be a time where you can't control your young adult male. To be fair, nine out of ten single mothers cannot control their adult male. Their adult male probably is stunt so much development deve- developmentally that he knows not to knock her head off. Right? He's like, well. But give it, I mean, if if he, I mean, this dude did everything but knock her head off. But she's in his way. He needs a now father figure. Now, why is there no father figure? There could be an infinite amount of reasons why, but obviously our society has said, yeah, raise him up. This is the woman that's going to call the daddy, you need to take your son. Now that the child support is almost coming to an end. I'll raise him by myself. No, you can't. And the only reason more young boys ain't doing this is because somehow they realize um, I can't bite the hand that feeds me. The mom is the last boss. Right. That's the last. They're the last level boss. There's no dad. The dad has been pushed so far away. The son can't run to the dad. Matter of fact, if this son ran to her dad, his dad, let me get. let me start that over. If this son ran to his dad, she'd be calling the police for kidnapping on the dad. She'd be, she be like, he kidnapping her. Ma'am, he tore up your whole house. You think this is a healthy place for this mentally ill young boy, young man? Let's stay corrected. Let's stay on it. You think this is a good place for this mentally ill young man? You think you can control this guy? He got the strength of 10 gorillas. And she can run it with every excuse in the book. Where is the father? And why did you stunt his development? He's mentally ill. Yes, he is. Most men are who grow up with single mothers, and that's not under that you can't even dispute that look at just look at a d h d look at the amount of kids that have uh look at Michael Brown' situation. I was kind of using that as an example when I used George Floyd. I switched him, but Michael Brown came from a split household where he overwhelmingly was raised by the mother. The father was around, but he didn't he wasn't there there, and then that happened, and then you had the mother and the father doing interviews and stuff and Michael Brown Sr. is with another woman, and Michael Brown Jr. grew up primarily with the mom. Arrested development. Oh, little man, man. He was man, man on your lap at 12, and everybody said, get that big-ass kid off your lap. Ah, He could just, and then guess what? you going out on mama, uh, mother-son dates, and you the man in the house, and then he becomes the man in the house. He becomes the man in the house by hook or by crook, and now that's his territory. Right now, that's his territory. He's now staked staked his claim at your house. You will no longer pull rank over that young man. From this day forward, he is now torn up all the marble, ripped up all the floors, broken all the windows. That's his territory. That's how it works in the animal kingdom. It's no longer yours, and that's no longer your son. He the (laughs) happy. I'm a pappy. He the right now. And you will fall in line or you will face consequences. But no, we don't want to look at this.
1: Um, I've dealt with this for 15 years. And it just sucks that I trusted someone and they sent the video out. And now everyone is looking at my hurt.
0: Yeah, your hurt has started long time ago. It didn't start yesterday when that video leaked. It started long time ago when that daddy went skedaddle. All right. That's when it started. And it continued from there because you stunted his growth. Listen, people don't want to deal with these head on. Uh, Everybody wants to blame everybody but this mother. Let's go back and find the custody battles and the custody fight paperwork and all the child support payments. I'm probably assuming they're there. Do we even know who the daddy is? Why is there not another man in there raising this kid? That's the problem you have. Uh, I want you to be a part of my life and raise my kid like they're yours. Nope. So I can deal with this big ass gorilla, six foot two. Look, I'm not 6'2. I'm not, I'm a small guy. Say I date this woman because she says,
1: and that's you.
0: And I date her, and this dude's a little boy, right? He's five years old. However, by the time he grows 10 years later, a decade passes. This big ass dude is 6'2, two, 270. The hell I'm gonna do with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell I'm gonna do? uh tase him she gonna be like go stop him stop him he mentally ill and he big as a damn linebacker uh, or an offensive lineman I ain't gonna do nothing with this damn thing. <laughs> stop him from doing this stop him I ain't stopping the damn thing that's like running into a truck anyway this is what's going on in our on our world right there let me show you the whole video again on this side again here we go oh they want me to refresh the page uh let's see here this woman now everybody's looking at my pain no i'm looking at the results of your parenthood and the results of your decisions have come to the chickens have come home to roost ma'am the chickens have come home to roost all of that i could do it by myself has culminated into ten thousand dollars of damage you're gonna pay back you got all that child support you're gonna pay all of that back Every single dime of child support you got, you're gonna put right back into this apartment with this god dang blue tile.
2: <laughs> she took her twelve-year-old son's phone and he destroyed their whole house.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> My man went crazy, but apparently he's supposedly mentally ill. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a 15-year-old This actually now. She cleared it up. He's not 12, he's 15. That looks like a 15-year-old, a 15-year-old young man, guys. Guys, a 15-year-old young man can do some damage. Absolutely. There's something in the background growling. Damn, he didn't tore up every damn thing, including his bedroom. And by the way, man, look, uh, this standard of living is substandard at best, but in America, we say that's average. She probably say, "I'm doing good all by myself." All right, yeah, this is almost substandard conditions, but I, that's neither here nor there. That, that her wait a minute is that a body on the floor? Her bedroom next to his bedroom. Uh, that right there is substandard. <laughs> okay, I don't know what to tell you. I know I'm a little bougie. I'm a little bougie. However, my bedroom ain't going to be next to my mama's bedroom, all right? Because I'm going to have cheeks bent clapping. I might have to go grab some lotion. I might need to stay up late. I might need to be talking to a girl, all right? Yeah, whose fault is this? Yeah, right?
1: And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's
0: fault. By the way, can I add on this? Can I add on this? This house probably didn't look as good to begin with. (laughs) All right. Anyway, <laughs> this is some single mother race shit. All right, all right. Here we go. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Somebody. Y'all. Now people are like, I must be substandard. Hey. But listen. But listen. What we accept as making it in this world, I know. I know it's tough for everybody. I don't want to belittle people, and I gotta wrap this stream up. I don't want to belittle people, but we really celebrate mediocrity too much. Uh, We celebrate mediocrity way too much. I mean, I'm guaranteeing you, a two-parent household would be much better than what that shit is. I grew up like that, thinking I was making it. Then I moved to the suburbs. they like, you live in an apartment? They, like, put down apartments. They was like, apartment? (laughs) (laughs) All right, what? Apartment? God dang, when you going to level up? I thought I was doing good. Again, I thought I was doing good. they like, you live in an apartment still? You, like, 35 years old. I'm like, what? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what's wrong with that um and many of the people that you come from that's doing well but it's media it's mediocre you just average you just mediocre now if you want to be mediocre fine I, i'm not criticizing because listen dude wasn't, i had to go backwards and live in my car 10 years ago trust me i've been there Trust me I've been there bro. I've been to the bottom. I lived in apartments all my life. My mother lived in an apartment. She never bought nothing till I was gone to college, then she started buying real estate. All right. We struggled. Um we live very mediocre or just a just sub-mediocre. Let me just say this, sub-mediocre. We were living sub-mediocre meaning we were struggling still in a two-bedroom apartment. Lights getting cut off. Mm. <laughs> but you guys think you guys think that this is just, oh, yeah, you know, cut the crunch, crump, crumbs all in the floor, bars all on your window, one bedroom, three bathroom, townhouse. You'd be like, moving on up to the east side. I got to stop, bad, because this is going to go crazy. But look, man, look, I, I want people to not celebrate. Look, if you're mediocre, if you're substandard, if you're just below average, if you're above average, Fine. Let's not celebrate it. Especially if you're talking about you getting hoes around here. I'm not having it. Now, if you live by yourself in a two-bedroom apartment, that's slightly different. But if you got two, you got an adult and two grown ass kids. Mm. <laughs> you there's one adult parent, two grown ass kids, two bedroom apartment. That is substandard. I don't care what you say. I don't care who's offended. That is substandard living. (laughs) Come on. We got to stop celebrating mediocrity. I know. Listen, dude. Listen, I'm no better than you. I'm barely no better. I'm barely no better than you. I. That's substandard living. Anybody living in that condition, thinking that any one of these people are going to come out mentally healthy, you're out of your mind. You're psycho. These people, somebody's going to be damaged. Come out of that house. If not one, if not everybody, but but now people are gonna say I'm shitting on people. People are gonna say I'm shitting on people, and it's hard out here. And you the- you can't have two kid grown at you can't have one. You're gonna have a six foot two, two hundred seventy five person. He can't even stretch out sideways in his room. He can't even stretch out like this. He can't wake up and go. Oh. Without hitting his hands on the wall. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, now people are going to say. People are going to say, well, what is else is he supposed to do? Go live with his daddy or go pair up with a person where you can get a little bit more of a standard of living. But I guarantee you, her now I ain't gonna submit to nobody. I could do it all by myself. See, that's why you're a substandard at that point. That's why you get everything you get. That's why. Or you can't tell me she can't find no simp with no house. She could do it. She could pair up with somebody. She could go move in all in where she got a sister. Okay, here, you know what? We gotta get we gotta get some space for our kids. Let's all move together in a house in Dallas. Let's get us a house so our kids can have separate bedrooms. They're grown kids. But people won't do it. People won't do it. I'm just telling you, I think you're looking for reasons why people are mentally ill. Reason number one, too many grown people in a little ass space. Mental illness will develop really quickly. You will get mentally ill really quick your mama all right here, your mama here, you here, another grown-ass person right here, and y'all trying to navigate this space for 50, 11 years. Stop. I, I'm telling you, baby, people don't want to have my, you don't want to have my solution. You can't move in this space and grow as an individual, mentally or everything, all the curtains all down, blinds all down, it's all dark in there, no sunlight. Everybody standing in the kitchen, you got to move around people like this, move around people like that. Somebody open the refrigerator. Oh, stop, don't open the refrigerator. I can't open the garage door. Mm. <laughs> Feet stinking, breath stinking. I'm saying, again, go back to what I'm saying. We celebrate that as success, and that's mediocrity. It's mediocre if not below. If you're living like that. I'm sure you shouldn't be celebrating. You might not be celebrating, meaning you want better for yourself. Fine, but we look at that as achievement, and we wonder what happened. And he breaking up all the marble. <laughs> I'm just like, he broke the marble, ma'am. Let me break it to you. That ain't marble. And I'm not trying to. People gonna think I'm shitting on people. I swear to God, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be snobbish. Again, you're talking to somebody that lived in the Ford Explorer 10 years ago, but I wasn't celebrating it and I'm not celebrating it to this day. Then I moved into a 400 square foot studio apartment to survive my divorce. And then after I won custody battles, I still was trying to survive. I moved into a two bedroom place, but my kids were young and I had bunk beds in their room, but they were two different genders. And then I realized really fast as they were approaching preteens, I had to get them their own rooms. So I hustled, hustled, hustled in a very uh, high economic place to afford three bedrooms, a townhouse. Okay, Did I need it? No, I could have let them grow up with two teenagers growing, stinking, smelling, all up in the same bedroom sharing or somebody living on the couch in the living room. That is low level then. Now I'm below mediocre. Now that's below mediocre if I got my kids sleeping on the couch. (laughs) <laughs> and I can't go I can't go grab me a drink out the refrigerator without waking up my kid or worse I sleep on the couch and then the two kids sleep in the main bedrooms how are we stop that's that right there that right there is substandard living period <laughs> that would be below standard on any definition, by any de- and mental illness. So I gotta wait every time my kids get up, go somewhere, go in the house, they're gonna be waking me up. That right there, guys, you immediately should look at yourself or look at these people and go, you're short, you're coming up short somewhere. We we need to fix this, or your kids are gonna go grow up, like I just read. Un- they're gonna have unhealthy relationship, romantic relationships, they're gonna be messed up. Huh? All right. I know people can't take that. I, I'm not crapping on you. But what I'm saying is let, let's stop celebrating this and say I'm getting through. We need to find a way to get you over the hump. Whatever we need to do to get you over the hump and your mindset, switch your mindset to realize that life is going on. Because now the next level down, if you don't try to get out of that, the next level down is going to be way worse. he said, I'm shaking up the Mexicans. Okay. I don't want to mess with them, but look, people are doing this. I also agree. Here's my one hour stream. I think more than three generations living in one house is not good. Not in today's standard. We might've been doing this on the farm somewhere in agricultural land, but if you got grandparents, parents, child living in the house, That's not going to cut it. That's not good. That's not going to be good. And I people got four generations. They got grandparent, abuela, abuelo, mommy, mama, mamacita, all right? Then they got the daughter, and then they got the daughter's kid. Mm. Whoever that kid is, is coming up short. They shortchanging the hell out of that kid. He said the house got to be six-bedroom. You know it ain't no six-bedrooms. If they're in California, they own three bedrooms. Three bedrooms, two bathrooms, or one and a half baths. Okay, explain this living situation. Please tell me who get the bedroom. Who, If there's three bedrooms and four generations of people, so the kid's sleeping with the mom, the kid and the mom are in the same bedroom. That's bullcrap. Okay, if the kid and the mom share in the bedroom, that's it. That's the three. That's the three bedrooms. Abuelo, abuela, mommy and poppy, tio and tia. Where are the dogs at? If there's more than two kids, how are we doing this? I mean, I don't know, man. This is not healthy. Somebody sleeping in the den, the 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 uh the uh the dining room. Somebody sleeping in the dining room. There's women on dating apps that live like that. They got a kid, and they live with their grandparents and their grandma. I mean, and their mama and daddy. And she's 36 with one or two kids. And she got on dating apps talking about their, she's struggling to find good dates. She's out here like this.
1: What happened? Where did all the men go?
0: Ma'am, you should not be on a dating app. You should be doing two jobs. I mean, I don't know what you need to, I, You should be submitting to a man, any man. There's no way you are a quality person. Like you're not a quality mate at that particular point. There's nothing I can do with you. You're immediately, let's go back to this. We got to wrap it up. The levels of mate qualifications, you do not qualify. You're on level 1. Or you're practice at best. <laughs> you practice at best. I'm not showing up to your house cuz you know the air conditioning ain't going to be on. It's going to be in the middle of summer in Corona, California. I'm a roll up in there with all them damn body heats running around here. People overweight. Somebody going to be frying something in the kitchen. I'm a walk in there sweating. I'm here to pick up. You name it. T Tamika, Mariana, Marina, Ling Ling. You name it. And I'm like, what the hell's going on in here? Who are all these damn people in here? Sweating. And I'm like, you realize That this is a single-family home. Mm. (laughs) They got the ceiling fan going, and it's going slow as hell. The ceiling fan going like this. It's on one. The ceiling fan's on one. And they cook, and they got the stove, oven, and all four pilot lights on. Going, flaming, frying stuff. Windows closed up, and the ceiling fan like this. Like, (laughs) It's called a single family home. That means a single family should live in the house, not three. Mm. Again, let's qualify it. Substandard, sub. Missing the blank. And it got dust all over the. It got dust on every one of the fans. It got dust on the top. Nobody has dusted the top of that ceiling fan off. And there's four generations of people, and that thing is swinging dust around like this. And every week, here's, let me tell you something. Somebody's going to get sick in that house. Somebody's going to get sick in that house. And then everybody's going to catch the sickness. It's going to take eight weeks before everybody catches that virus. This is how not it's supposed to be, right? One person going (laughs) to... And then everybody's going to get sick for eight freaking weeks. <laughs> like what? That's not standard. I know people are struggling in this country, but let's just put it straight. If you're not pushing through that, you're accepting it. That's just my that patient zero. That's just my definition of it. If you are a guy, a young adult, young male, and you live in that situation, whether you're 16 or 21, you got to get it going. Something needs to. (laughs) You need to realize that anybody that has told you y'all doing okay and we got love and happiness, somebody's misleading you for real. I need y'all to. (laughs) He said they saving. Seven cars in the driveway. Everybody gotta move their car out oh can you move your car you got everybody got a key to your car somebody in here they mad right now at me they're calling me all kind of names all right man let's get I was supposed to do an hour we're gonna do an hour and a half I tried all right Jose V he says I'd put that kid in the ground without a pine box well I don't know if you could do that legally but um You know, a father would have to rough him up. And at that point, if he knocks the father out, well, son, you're on your own. I always tell my son, don't ever think that you're going to just try to rough me up one day. And I said, when you do, you better be financially independent. You better financially independent. You better be able to live and support yourself and buy a bed. You better have all your shit. You better be walking out my house and knock me the hell out or try to. But don't come back here. <laughs> you better have a house and a whole damn family. You better have eight bedroom. You better have a whole devil Because he sent me a video of um, a son that grew taller than his father. And the son, the, the son, he was like 6'2", and the father was like 5'8", 5'9". And the son had the father hemmed up against the wall. And they were joke playing, but they were joke fighting. And uh, the son had the dad hemmed up on the wall, and the dead leg was swinging like that. He, he sent me that video on Instagram. I said, son, if you ever think to do that to me, you best, <laughs> you, you best be having your car packed, all your PlayStation and Nintendo and Xbox. You better have all your clothes packed up at that moment. <laughs> because if you think you're going to have me hemmed up in any day of your life. <laughs> that's why you dads got to do push up. You got to get your exercise on. Because if you got sons and they grow up, if you ever think. He was like, that's how I'm going to do you, dad. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah, he plotting. He always plotting on me. He always sending me some stuff on Instagram. I'd be like, oh, I see where your hat's at. Like, he'll send some dude that crossed their dad over on basketball. And the dad leg break. And then the. Son hit. He was like, That's how I'm gonna cross you up. Mm. Anyway, (laughs) you ain't about to cross me up either because I'm gonna foul you before you get me, get to crossing me up. You think you're gonna run me around like Steph Curry? I'm gonna foul you. I'm gonna show you what that 1980s about to be. Come in the paint, come in the paint, come in the paint, come in the paint. All right, anyway. (laughs) All right, shout out to uh, Jim Status says, Get fit, get money. Coach CGA is the GOAT. Put some respect on the coach name and hit the like button or the coach gang is gonna, going to have to tape your eyes open and make you watch 511 hours of John Deloney. Baloney, Deloney. Mm-hmm. Hells no. All right. We're almost here. Hour and a half. I'm not going to do too bad. Dion J says, I'm so thankful that I moved out when I was 21 and lived with my dad or 20. He said. I keep hearing that's your mama over and over again. And I was internally screaming for help. I was internally screaming for help. And then he says, men move out of your mama's house ASAP. Do not, your mom's codependent, meaning she's trying to attach to you. And this is what they're going to do. Uh, you guys got to break away from that. You guys got to be like, moms, it's time to fly, time to fly away. And people will say, but that's your mama. You supposed to do this. You supposed to do that. And you say, do you live with your mama? <laughs> Does your mama live with you? Are you taking care now? If your mama lives in a nursing home or she lives in an apartment, you could go be with her. Hey, my mama, come drop off some groceries. That's cool. All right. But no, nah, no, nah. <laughs> you know, you got to fly away, man. Do you live with your mama? Is your mama all up in your business? No, I'm a 20, 20 year old man. I got to go. KT the King says regarding fatherhood, many single fathers post the pictures of them with their kids on Facebook. On their parenting time to break the deadbeat stereotype, especially for black men in America, it's also done as a coping mechanism to deal with their family being broken by the BMT. Yep, that's absolutely true. I used to do that a lot. All right, People used to see me in my relationship with my kids primarily because we are overcompensating for sure, right? Because we don't want to be the deadbeat dad stereotype. And she's telling everybody you're a deadbeat. But on your timeline, you're super dad. Um, look at me taking my kids to Taekwondo. That would that would be me. Look at me coaching my kids' team. Look at me taking my kids out to vacation. Look at me taking my kids out, right? That's overcompensating for the stereotype. And uh uh mo- many times your ex-wife or your ex-baby, your baby mama, she's not sharing that. She's not saying, even though we're not together, look at what special relationship me and my uh son's father has with his kids. She don't do that, she hiding all of that. She hiding all of that. She ain't celebrating none of that. <laughs> so it's an overcompensation for sure. Uh, marriage or hell no. Says G8. I take over their cars. I got places to be. Yes. Yep. Don't let women drive you. Uh huh. Somebody said I'm uppity. Oh yeah. I'm uh I'm up. I I am. I'm I'm definitely one of those guys. And even at my poorest, I was basically I was like. I go over to your place. You be like, come over my crib. I drive up. I'll be looking at y'all shit. I'll be like, damn. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in the one bedroom apartment. I'll be looking at y'all shit like, damn, man. I get out. you be like, take the elevator up. I get in the piss, in the elevator all piss infested. I'm like, who pissed? Oh, man. I go in your house, I'll be like, oh. Man. You go in a toilet, they got that big ass ring around it, all where the water come out. It's all rusted. It's all <laughs> You know where the water come out when you flush it down in that under under the bowl right there? I'm like, look at your Oh, man, man get you a what? clean that ish. <laughs> Roaches and stuff be like, oh, your dog smelling. Your fish tank all cloudy. I'm like, oh, oh, my God. Where am I, man? Oh, man, I got to go, man. I can't stay here too long. Mm. Hey, man, now sit down, Sean. We about to make Hamburger Helper and all of that, Sean. Then y'all be making a hamburger helper. I ain't see nobody wash no hands or nothing. Y'all be stirring it, fighting over the damn food. Now nah, don't put that much salt and pepper. I'm looking like y'all have hands all over the food. Oh. Mm. I go in your room, bed all unmade, mattress all sunk in, spring sticking out. Like y'all live like this? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be living like this, huh? Y'all live like this every day, Sean. No wonder. And they be sick all the time. Those people sick all the time. I'm like, dude, no wonder you sick. Dude, have you changed your air filter or anything? Like, Let me clean. Let me look at your air filter. What air filter? I can't even say it. What air filter? TV on the dresser. You be like, And then I go in the bathroom. They got a little trash can about this tall a little trash can and it's not rags all the way piled up twice as high as the trash can. I'm like, y'all when is trash day? When is trash day? You got the empty that. That's tissue. Like that's biological material. (laughs) There's condoms in there. Tampons. People in them blue, they know, and it's above. What are we doing, man? See, again, that's substandard. Like, you can be bored, but you don't have to be disgusting. I mean, I tell you, man, I'll be seeing some I'll be like, man, I can't stay here. They are like, why are you leaving? Oh, I gotta go, man. I gotta go. Dog all you got a big ass rottweiler all on top of y'all sofa. He dripping and drooling. I'm like, man, I, I can't stay here, man. Well, what's wrong, man? You too uppity, man? What's wrong? Dude, I've been like that for all my whole life. I'm like, no, no, no. Hey, man, sit down right here. Next to the Rottweiler all drooling all in there. I see, I can see the drool spots all on that damn Renaissance center furniture you got. You still making payments on it 50, 11 years later. <laughs> the dog done pooped over here. I'll be like, I think your dog poop over here. And it's already hard encrusted. And y'all be telling me to come over. I'll be like, nah, you come over my house. Hey, people come over my house. They'd be like, damn, this place is spick and span. <laughs> Cause I have, Mar- uh, I have Mar- Marissa. I have Marissa be cleaning my house. Who's, what's my girl's name? I just got a new girl. Anyway. Shout out to Maryland guy. He says, uh, my neighbor's junior college daughter just moved in. Business is picking up. She's attractive, and I think she's taken a little liking to me, probably because she sees I own my own place. He says, I wanted to hit it so bad. Only problem is she smoked cigarettes. Damn. Mm. Mm, you might be able to overlook that one. I mean, you know, no one's perfect. Let me get to the super chats and then be done. Sorry, man. Sorry for the delay. I was just chilling. Okay. Shout out to Rational Rationality. He says condoms equals condoms for those that go raw. All right. Mm, interesting. I gotta catch up on some. It looks like my screen refresh. Albert Wesker raised by a single mom. Slept on the couch till I was 15. Who thinks that's healthy? I'm not. I'm not talking crap on you. But who thinks that's healthy? Who thinks that would be standard living? And in my definition, that would be substandard. And guys, I've been there. I I believe I was um, I lived in a one-bedroom apartment with my mother when I was in middle school. Then she upgraded to a two-bedroom eventually, but it was for a period of time. It was like a year and a half. And at one point, I think I had the dining room as a bedroom, and I think I was like 11 or 12, somewhere around that. And then eventually she swapped with me, and she took the couch. I took the bedroom. But that was a year and a half, and then we moved up a two-bedroom. But Dude, it happens to everybody. All right, Albert Wesker Straggle houses use the shower tub as a urinal. Oh my! Now we are getting mm. disgusting. All right, oh Lord, Lordy, Lord. Albert Wesker says, "When I was a kid, I was at a Straggle house in the and in the bathroom peeing, and the sun came in and stood right next to me, and started pissing in the bathtub." <laughs> oh no. oh that's that's devastating that's devastating uh again we 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 celebrate mediocrity you guys are like oh this is good I'll just stay guys no no we wonder why we have mental health issues i I swear to God uh, but that's funny kids do stuff like that oh man big uh bow tie big cat coach the way you mentioned how folks live is how I see Hispanics got ten or twelve people in a house and five cars in the driveway and three. Cars parked in front of the house. But people do that. like some cultures, some cultures do this in the American culture. We don't have that as a culture, right? In our culture, we supposed to be all living separately, which I'm not sure is good either. We actually have people that live across country like your family's completely broken up. And then you have the broken home situation. So now you have a problem. Everybody has too much house. Some people to have too much house, right? So there is a balance. You don't have to all have McMansions. But to be in the situation in 2022, still going three, four generations strong in one house, I think, like, that's not necessary for most people in America, although it's necessary for some. I got to catch some Super Chats, so bear with me, because I let my sp- screen go out, and I don't want to leave people hanging. Live people hanging. But I, for me, I can't do it. Just so you know, I'm a little bit bougie when it comes to this. This, Wait a minute. Oh, I messed up again. I can't live like that. I couldn't live like that. But I I also grew up as a single child, right, on my mother's side. So I like my own space. I don't like to be up under uh, people here. Let me catch up on Super Chat. Sorry, man. What is this? An hour and 40 minutes now? I screwed up. (laughs) I screwed up my show. It was supposed to be an hour. All right, uh, let me see here. Slick Vision, send the asteroid, man. <laughs> All right, he says send the asteroid. We're in a weird time. Yes, indeed. Albert Wesco says let Sun. Wait, hold on for a second. He says Crib looking like Mick Foley and Terry Funk had a match. And he says that's what it looked like in there. He says let Sun snap and the go, do a GoFundMe. Going to be the new hustle. That will be sad. If they do a GoFundMe for that, that would be sad. All right, and Ty says a concubine. Okay, I got them. Okay, so I got everybody, man. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Thanks for sticking with me a, a, a extra, an extra half an hour. Uh, And we'll be back tomorrow morning. Enjoy the junior college. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Like the stream on the way out. Raider Nation in the building. Right? Peace, peace, peace. I looked
1: at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pin number, and boom, money just comes right out. Here that's
0: comes the bankroll. Here. here it comes. This is what make it all happen, right there.
1: This what make it happen.
0: This is what make it happen. If a man
1: wanna know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her?
0: With this. <laughs> First, them would come out your mouth. I got money.
1: <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't
0: want no respect. I want some ass. Damn to respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double bear shotgun and show me what you're working with. But
1: don't you want commitment?
0: What? To who? You ca-who? don't want
1: to be committed.
0: <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that
1: bedroom and giving her what she needs. And-